You're listening to the Wellbeing Podcast with Dr. Rani Bora and Liz Scott. In each 10-minute episode, Rani and Liz explore the powerful truth about resilience, resourcefulness, and psychological well-being. And the good news is that it's much more simple than you ever thought. Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Liz Scott and I'm a wellbeing coach. And my name is Rani and I'm a psychiatrist and a coach. And Rani, we've taken to uh, going out and about for the last few podcasts and uh, it's a bit of a blowy old day today. We're just standing underneath um, an oak tree as we contemplate, I guess, this whole area. We, we touched on it last time of... Um, spirituality and, and maybe some of the words that we might use when we come to describe spirituality because because really what we're saying is that the inside out understanding um, points to something that is very commonplace that is very ordinary it's like this life force it's other words we might use are love or compassion or resilience or well-being or calmness or peace I mean, there's lots of words that, that, that we're desperately trying to use to point to something that can't be described. But there's something that I think is, people are thirsty to hear actually, um, which is kind of a beyond what they're used to listening for and experiencing in life. There is, there is some life force, there is some deeper intelligence that seems to infuse through us and is us. And at, and at the core of the inside-out understanding. I think this is a this is something that um, has made a big difference for me, as I've I've really got kind of to see this for myself. Mm. Yes, um, I'm, I would agree, Liz. Something came to me, and I think I'll just share this. A uh, long time ago, I think several years ago, I went to a conference, mental health conference, um, around recovery, personal recovery. And I heard speakers um, speak one thing after another about recovery and living a meaningful life beyond illness and you know, re- really positive. Um, and, and yet there was something missing. Um, it was like they took people to a certain extent and, and, and then there was a void for me personally. So during the break time I was, uh, I had a couple of psychiatric colleagues with me and so I said can I ask you a question? He says sure and I said um, it's a great conference but something is missing and I said why don't we talk about love in this sort of conference and one of my colleagues said good question Rani and I think maybe that's because we don't seem to have any solution for it and, and perhaps what she meant was when we talk about things like love and compassion there has to be a solution like okay so we need to come up with some strategies as to how we then go about loving people or we need to come up with some strategies about how do we become compassion and nowadays there seems to be a lot of courses around um, compassion, compassionate training, or being mindful, um, or um, resilience and well-being, and it's all you know, well and good and very well intended, but it seems to, um, my sense of that is like it tells people something very important, but it just does, there's a missing link there, 
Mm. And, and when we are doing that, we, you know, it seems like when we go to some calls and, or we, when we listen to the experts, those experts have some advice or solution that might be applicable in our life. And sort of if we should be getting it and we should learn that so that we can li uh, uh, live a better life. And what my sense of being spiritual is, is not even having a practice for being spiritual or not even forget the word spiritual but you could easily replace it with love and compassion and understanding um, or anything or gratitude or anything but it's really pointing to something that's inherent in all of us mm. so I don't have to go to a conference where they teach us how to be more loving because it's like in, it's inherent in us we know how to be loving because we are being loving when we drop out you know, of our thinking and we drop into the space of where we just feel that the, the thing called love. Mm -hmm. it, you know, because love is not a thing, it's just an energy. We are filled with some sort of deeper feelings, richer feelings, and we call it love or we call it gratitude or we call it sp being spiritual. But the whole essence of this is it's, um, it's with us constantly. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so it's so rich for people to see for themselves that who they truly are at the, at the very core is this thing that people might call being spiritual, or uh, or sort of being, you know, or, or being loving, or being compassion, or compassion? That's what came to me. Yeah. Well, I, I love what you're saying because, you know, it's it it's almost laughable in a way when you're describing that to think that we can have a solution or a formula to be loving or to love when actually that's just who we are anyway. It's it, it, how, how can we enforce that or make it happen when that is who we are? It's, it's, it's not so much um, finding a way of, of being it or doing it. It's noticing that that is, is present with us all the time. Um, and, and, I just, and I think that, that sometimes what we do is we, we lose sight of when we... When we have that awareness of that love, that, that peacefulness, that compassion, it, we're not doing it, we just, we're aware of it coming up through us, mm -hmm. then we can't help but be loving and compassionate and grateful. It's, it's not something, it's not an action we do to feel it, it's a symptom of just of falling back into this space of who we truly are like for me that space is when I when I am no longer caught up in the stories and the anxieties and the cognitive whirring of my my brain when I fall out of that then that's what I fall into it's not another cognitive activity to gain or to attain and and I think people when they start to to kind of you know I'd, I'd say you know question that for your, yourselves don't take take my word for it or your word for it but do you really do love can you do love or is it that it comes out of you and 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 you're kind of almost taken by surprise by this this feeling this being this presence of love for example yes um, and I'm, I'm smiling because um, when I was um, when I first embarked on this coaching journey and I was really learning different tools and strategies I came across a word that was a buzzword for me and it's called unconditional love and I was thinking, ooh that sounds 
lovely. How can I do unconditional love? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I sort of, it made sense to me, like, oh, most of the things that we attach to, like, our children, and, like, to our children say, oh, if you do this the way mommy asks you to, then I will love you. That's conditional love. So, so perhaps the, similarly, if I were to practice spirituality, then sort of I needed to do unconditional love. And, and I made it so hard on myself, so I had to be a certain way, I had to practice deep breathing, I had to practice this, I had to practice what I said to my children and respond out of love rather than sort of react. And there was a lot of doing. And now I see more and more clearly that sort of this, this buzzword that I had or this jargon of unconditional love is what comes through me when I'm not caught up in my thinking and thinking I have to fix things or things have to be a certain way or I, I have to be the best me, whatever, something comes through me and, and, and that's again, there's an energy behind life, uh, life or it could be unconditional love, unconditional compassion, you, you, you use your own words, but I, I have a deeper sense of what that means. Mm, and I, I love it because it's, it's almost like it's... Y- like Rani doesn't have any control over it. It's not like you can flick a switch, Rani, and go right now. I'm going to have unconditional love. Is <laughs> it's I tried that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Like find the switch for unconditional love or love or compassion. It it's almost like just as it's a I love the the way it's, it's described. Is it, it's a symptom of just being very present to that that spaciousness, that settledness. That's another word that really mm. resonates for me when I'm in that really settled space. I'm just with people, and it, it's not even um it's Rani, it's so ordinary when we talk about things like love and compassion, we almost like make make them seem like very special things and, and they're very ordinary, they're just very an ordinary part of of our human experience, and I think when we start to 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 notice that more in ourselves, we just notice how ordinary mm. it is in us and in others that these these, these, this, this spiritual essence of who we truly are just keeps showing itself up in the world in different ways. And another way we call it, obviously, is well-being. It shows up. It shines through. It's almost like the... What's come to mind here is like the human experience is like a lampshade and, and, and well-being is the light beneath. It just is constantly shining through. And that... And it, yeah, it's, it's kind of... That's always, that's always there. Always there. Well, Rani, we've had such a wonderful walk and talk today, and it does feel lovely, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Talking about this this whole area that at the one time is very special and is also very ordinary too. So thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to The Wellbeing Podcast with Liz Scott and Dr. Rani Bora. Check out coachingconnect.co.uk and ranibora.com for information, articles and ideas about well-being.